Hi, this is David. Eating right is often hard these days, but eating better is easy with Factor's ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. With Factor, there's no prep and no mess. Their meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Plus, Factor is less expensive than takeout, and you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. What are you waiting for? Discover Factor's wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash living50 and use code living50 to get 50% off. That's code living50 at factormeals.com slash living50 to get 50% off. Thank you. Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast, brought to you in part by Book of Zen, makers of inspirational fashion and gift ideas. Visit them online at bookofzen.com. Today's podcast has been edited and adapted from Success Through Thought Habit by Benjamin Johnson, published in 1908. To the person earnestly seeking success, nothing seems more difficult to accept and understand than the advice that they must change their habit of thought. Spend time in practicing right thinking, they say. That's ridiculous. They want something more tangible, something more difficult than mere thinking. And besides, they are quite sure that they have been using the best and most uplifting thoughts for years. If only that were true. As Ralph Waldo Emerson has said, thinking is actually the hardest thing in the world. Constructive thinking, in addition to being difficult, also requires constant effort. And that is why so many people try to get out of it. They want success, happiness, prosperity, but they object to the price at which these qualities are sold. Look at your successful friends and acquaintances and you will find that invariably they have paid for whatever they have attained. The successful musician has spent long hard hours in practice, each day for many years, until finally their very soul is filled with song and they give to the world the poetry of their music. The gallery artist has studied patiently to understand not only the technique, but the secret of blending their colors. And after patient years of work, the laurel wreath crowns their efforts. The architect has studied form as well as materials, has traveled and observed, and then put their knowledge into actual service by producing in stone, wood, and mortar what they have created in their thought world. Nothing has been an accident. 
All successful careers have been earned by the persistent application of individual habits until finally every obstacle has yielded and victory has been won. Scientists have affirmed that everyone is nothing more than a collection of habits. To change your life, you must first of all change your habits. This idea does not alone mean to change your manner of eating, sleeping, dressing, and working. Most important of all, and first of all, your habits of thought must be remade or remodeled, and then the other matters will follow as a matter of course. But where shall we begin? Success means different things to everyone, but they all must share something in common. Philosophers, poets, and religious seekers have for ages struggled to discover that mysterious something that will make the problem of living a simpler and more enjoyable process. And ultimately, they have all arrived at the same conclusion, that the one thing necessary to the living of a perfect life is the possession of the quality familiar to many, but really known to few. It's called harmony. Harmony is a condition of mind that can only come from within and be maintained within, despite the adverse circumstances, environment, and almost overwhelming odds against it. Secure harmony first is the best advice, for where harmony exists, there can be no nervous tension, sorrow, bitterness, recrimination, resentment, unhappiness, envy, or anger. Instead, there will be exemplified peace of mind, health of body, a contented spirit, and abundance for all desires. The very word harmony is in itself a marvelous combination of sounds. There is something strangely soothing about it, a hidden meaning that implies far more than the accepted definition of being in accord with things. It seems to hint at latent power. And just as any observer notes that harmonious sounds will control, influence, and uplift an audience, so a truly harmonious personality influences everyone for the good and leaves a memory full of inspiration. John Ruskin once said, Hundreds can talk to one who can think. Thousands can think to one who can see. And so with harmony... Hundreds can talk of it, thousands can think of it, but only one in a thousand will really see and thoroughly experience it. Each day we meet examples of people who are distressed, always in debt, always longing for happiness and comfort, always complaining of their misfortunes. They cheat in small ways, blame others for everything that goes wrong with themselves. They are indolent and insincere, and still they continue to wonder why they do not succeed. They both feel and say that the problem of living is too hard for them to solve. They want harmony, yes indeed, but their idea of harmony is something they may purchase or secure without an effort, or get out of a book, or obtain when everything goes their way. Not something they must develop in their own minds in spite of depressing conditions. Occasionally people feel that the study of the best gurus will give them what they need, 
and they seek wildly for the self-development books they think may help them. One such person, who had read many pages of good advice but had failed to improve, went to one of the greatest teachers in the self-help field and said, I have spent days and weeks fighting against all sorts of bad habits, and I have resisted temptation as hard as I can, but I still find it harder all the time to be better. The teacher smiled and said, The reason for your trouble is very clear. You really have been thinking so much of what you wanted to avoid that you have been concentrating on your bad habits rather than your good ones. Now for a time, just stop weeding your mental garden and affirm harmony as hard as you can. But, objected the young person, what can I study that will help me? And the teacher replied, study harmony, eat it, think it, drink it, sing it, breathe it, whistle it, fill your mind with it the last thing at night and the first thing in the morning. And last but not least, demonstrated in every action. Friends who watched this young person's progress spoke of it as remarkable, and that the person's ability became phenomenal, with a smile that was the most winning they had ever known. When this individual became one of the most successful business people in the town, many called the person lucky, for they did not know of the many hours and days and weeks that this person had spent cultivating the harmony habit, from which they were now but reaping the reward. Occasionally one finds a hard-headed business person or bitter academic who laughs at the idea of harmony as being practical. But these people are becoming less evident every day. For the whole world is beginning to realize that it is a lack of harmony that creates business failures and domestic troubles as well as fills our penitentiaries and mental hospitals. A young woman who had been studying constructive thinking wrote to me one day and said that she could get along beautifully as long as she was alone, but that her family annoyed her and made her irritable. When I answered that her family could not irritate or annoy her unless she allowed them to do so, and that nowhere on earth could she develop a stronger, harmonious consciousness than amid such unpleasant conditions, she became quite indignant. Then one day she came to see me, and as I talked, I picked up a ball from the table and something inside rattled as I shook it. What causes that noise? I asked. Why, the way you shook the ball, she replied. Yes, I said. But if the ball had been solid instead of cheaply constructed, nothing inside could have rattled. So you see, I was only a medium for finding out just what material the ball was made of, whether good or poor. Thus our daily experiences prove to us whether our philosophy is good or merely a poor imitation of the good. For if you have formed the right habit of thought, if you are really harmonious, Nothing can rattle inside, and no shaking can disturb you. From that day on, the young woman understood why another person could not disturb her, unless she herself was weak and let them. So let's go over these ideas once again. An absolutely harmonious consciousness will produce perfect health, happiness, and abundance. Harmony is always manifested from within, 
not from without. The truly harmonious personality cannot be disturbed by people, conditions, nor environment. The only thing necessary for the development of a harmonious personality is constant practice in the constructive thoughts that are necessary for the development of this consciousness. Every night you should relax completely and affirm, I am harmony, while at the same time breathing rhythmically. The same process should be practiced in the morning and at intervals during the day. Now, many times people honestly believe they are practicing harmony because they make these affirmations, yet they, at the same time, indulge in destructive thoughts without realizing it. So, for this reason, I'm going to share with you a list of constructive and destructive thoughts, with the suggestion that you conduct a self-analysis for one week by keeping a record of your thought habits. The result will surely be beneficial, oftentimes instructive, and always will prove the truth that harmony comes from within and not from without, no matter what causes may seemingly contribute to the harmonious effect. Let's begin with the destructive thoughts which you should try to avoid, but which you should always acknowledge feeling as applicable when doing your evening inventory of your thought habits for the day. Anger at anyone for any reason. Abuse of those who have offended you. Blame of someone or something for your failure. Criticism of your friends and associates. Condemnation of any offender. Deceit toward anyone. Envy of those more fortunate than you. Fear of anything, person, or condition. Fault-finding or complaining. Gossip at any time. Hatred of anyone. Indolence and a tendency to shirk responsibilities. Intolerance of other people's views. Jealousy for any reason. Self-pity because of your condition. Selfishness and not sharing with others. Slander of those you dislike. Untruthfulness for any reason. Now let us move on to the constructive thoughts which you should cultivate during the day and meditate upon each night when going to bed. Appreciation of your many blessings. Charity in thought and deed. Consideration for others. Courage in every emergency. Cheerfulness under all conditions. Confidence in your own ability. 
desire to succeed. Enthusiasm in your undertakings. Fairness in your dealings with others. Faith in the ultimate outcome. Generosity of time as well as money. Good humor, no matter what goes wrong. Kindliness in word and thought. Love of all humankind. Sincerity toward all. And truth in every detail. The Inspirational Living Podcast is a production of The Living Hour. For free transcripts of our podcast, please go to livinghour.org. If you enjoy our podcast, please consider becoming a patron. You can become a patron for as little as a dollar a month, which will ensure that we can continue our podcast for years to come. To become a patron, please visit patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Simply do a quick search for the Inspirational Living Podcast at patreon.com to find our Patreon page and learn more, including the free gifts we offer to every patron. Subscribe to our free podcast today at the iTunes Store, or at Google Play, or at stitcher.com. Thank you for listening. We look forward to being with you next time. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.